Mm-mm. Um, all right, listen, sis. This is for the birds. Hello. Uh, I feel like I'm a late night host right now while we were <laughs> sitting. Oh, you're the host and I'm the person being interviewed. This you're, is exactly how host. I'd be like, <laughs> legs open, like. This is exactly how I sit. Which, if I were a you're like Eric Andre host. when he does his show. <laughs> That's the best answer. I was just about to ask you, if I was a talk show host, who would I be? Eric Andre? And I'm Hannibal Burris in the background. Definitely. Yeah, that's like the more appropriate dynamic because we're no like Conan and what's his nuts. No, I say for anything we'd be like Seth Meyers or like. No, but you know how people have like a talk show sidekick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, who like pulls equal weight, obviously, but you yeah. Know. Well, James Gordon has Reggie Watts, which is sick. I don't watch James Gordon. He's obnoxious. He sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Does Jimmy Kimmel have anyone? Is there any? Yeah, he's Jaime, or uh, not, that's definitely not his name. Uh, is it Jaime? I've no Jimmy Kimmel has like a small Mexican man who I'm pretty sure his name is Oh, Jaime. he would. I was talking about Jimmy Fallon. Well, is who I meant. Yes, you meant Jimmy Fallon, and he has Questlove. Who, no, that's not a sidekick. That's it, like a band. But that's who he talks to. I guess so, because Letterman like... had that bald saxophone, saxophone player. Yeah, so that Jimmy Fallon's is Questlove because they talk and mm -hmm. he does. How many margaritas? <laughs> Request love or Jimmy Fallon? Both? I don't know. I was thinking about David Letterman. Especially with the beard. <laughs> David Letterman now or David Letterman? <laughs> uh, how about David Letterman's saxophone player? How many margaritas? Too many. <laughs> Um, well, the last time we saw each other, we were at the phone banks for our mans. For our mans, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. We call, we cold called the shit out of how a many, lot of Denver people. Yeah, how many people do you estimate we called? At least 50. Yeah. For sure. That's what I would say. Our numbers dialed. We didn't talk to 50 people, no way. No. Hell no. Um, I think I had a good, hours. like, five memorable interactions. Like, that's yeah. pushing it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time it was like wrong number and I was like, you're lying. The way I s snuck out because how you started is you say- <laughs> You're lying. Yeah, well, how you started is you're like, hi, my name is McKinley and I'm a volunteer for the Bernie Sanders campaign is this so-and-so. And I, for the first couple calls, was like, uh, wrong number. So after that, I would say, hi, this is McKinley, is this so-and-so? And when they said yes, I'd be like, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Bernie Sanders. I think we all started doing that eventually. Yeah. Well, I, I was just being, trying to be a little scam artist because I don't know. You don't want people to hang up on you. Yeah, like yeah. I hang up on solicitors all the time and we're not selling anything really, but. Except for Bernie's love. <laughs> <laughs> Accept it, accept it. How are, how are your, I know you had one memorable interaction uh, where you. Memorable, regrettable. I'm pretty disappointed in the way I handled that situation. I really wish, it was like immediately, I wish I could have rewound and just been like, maybe a little bit more um, open-minded. For sure. Um, so just be like, why? <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm sure that's how it sounded. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Because why would you support Elizabeth Warren over Bernie Sanders? Yeah, so basically is like when you're making these phone calls, you say there's like a script, but we all went off the script. And I would say like... Yeah, because I think we all agreed it was just better to come from, Yeah. you know, your true voice, the best is 
you cut. Yeah, I would just say, have you heard of Bernie Sanders' campaign? And if they said yes or no, then I'd be like, are you a supporter of Bernie Sanders? Before I would get into yeah. anything, because that would just cut out a lot of time rather than just spewing facts. Mm-hmm. Enthusiasm was my tactic. Yeah. Yeah. Are you planning on joining us to vote for Bernie in the primaries this year? They're March just like, 2020. I felt like Reese Witherspoon in that. In election. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, there's that new show on Netflix that I really want to watch that has Ben Platt and Zoe Dooch. Dooch. <laughs> That's called like political something or rather. I think uh, Zoe Deutsch. Zoe Deutsch. Gigi from. No. No, she's someone else's daughter. No, she's. Is she in Booksmart? No, but Zo- no. Zoe Deutsch is someone's daughter. Yeah, she was in. I just watched her in the second Zombieland. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember who she is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, she's in that Netflix one, but I imagine... I mean, cold calling was weird. Like, I mean, we had a couple of weird interactions for sure. I ended up being on the phone call with someone our age for like 25 minutes, mm-hmm. which was like pretty intense. That's like pretty... That was like my last phone call because I was like, who? Yeah, you were crushing it though. See, what I wish happened with my Elizabeth Warren person that I got on the phone is I wish I was able to get into a more... Like, friendly well, debate, I guess, you could say. Because she was not trying to hear anything I had to say about Bernie. Because yeah, that's, like, what I said to, like, this guy. Like, he was... He didn't say who he was voting for, but it definitely wasn't Bernie Sanders at the start. And then there was one girl I talked to as well where she was, like... I was like, have you heard of Bernie Sanders' campaign? She's like, yeah. And she goes, but I'm voting for someone else. I was like, oh, do you mind me asking why if you have time to talk mm-hmm. about it? And then she mentioned... She was, like, she. So she was definitely talking about Elizabeth Warren. And... <coughs> Definitely. <laughs> it, was definitely, it was, I mean, maybe, it, but it was like, it was, she was talking about how she was promising what Bernie's platforms are. And I was like, yeah. so, you know, like originally, like I understand Bernie's age is like scary, but she, he's been the most consistent politician that we've ever seen. And she was like, you know, that's really true. And you really kind of swayed me to do this. So the phone calls, well, like, it's really important what that, like you, cause you did, we did sway or at least put the thought in people's heads. There are so many undecided voters yeah. this go around. Like, I think usually in most elections, I think this is just my perception, but like people are decided around this point, you know, like they're at least passionately following someone. Yeah. Or well, maybe that's just my perception, but I feel like there are more. There's just so many candidates this year. Undecided or more easily swayed I mean, voters. Yeah, yeah was- that might have something to do with it, that they're just, like, stronger. But I think that also goes to prove that, like, there aren't really any, like, passionate... Like, the only candidate that people are really passionate for is Bernie. Yeah. And then there's a select few that are very passionate about Warren. Yeah. I, I just, just think it is smaller number. Yeah, it was just, like, kind of weird, like, reminding people, like, that long call I had, I was like... He's like, well, I have time to think about it. I was like, actually, like, we vote March 3rd in Denver. And he's like, oh, wow. Right. Like, yeah. And then if I talked to anybody that was, like, younger, like, 25 and under, I'd be like, they're like, oh, I'm going to vote for Bernie. I'm like, are you registered to vote? Like, mm-hmm. you need to register to vote. You can register day of in person. But if you want it to be mailed to you, it's, like, by February 3rd. Yeah. See, I, didn't even, out there I didn't even get that far with anybody, really, because most of the people I spoke with were just like, yep, already planning on it. And if anything, they were, like, trying to get me off the phone. So why would just throw in like March third vote? Yeah, like the dates. Right, but then like there was this one guy who was like, I don't want to talk politics, and like I was able to get him to stay on the phone longer than he wanted to. Yeah, but yeah, I was trying to get him to volunteer, but you didn't. You you know, I didn't ask anybody about that. That was just just stretching too far. You mentioned a new Netflix show. 
Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. It's called like political. It's like it's about these kids. Like they're seniors in high school and they're running for president. And it has Ben Platt in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You um, with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, political po- politician. Oh, it's just called politician. Great. Yeah, I binged it all in like a day or two. It was really. It's I good. Mean, it has Glee vibes, but like I didn't like Glee, so I like think this is better. Though. Oh, definitely, like, fast. And, like more, like less melodrama and definitely faster. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm really excited about another Netflix show that's premiering tonight. It's called Next in Fashion, and <gasps> yeah. it's like a new Project Runway with Tan France. Yes, and uh, Alexa Chung, who yeah. is like the fashion blogger like when I used to get teen vogues when I was like 13 Alexa Chung was like the only street style blogger that I knew of so but she's not like not street style anymore but she still kind of acts like it you know a little bit like because I remember her being like that's I wasn't really into fashion but that's like the number one name I know that that's yeah like people well, she like was around on, our age she was on tv she was on like a mtv like mm-hmm. countdown in she was the uk that's right yeah so she's a tv personality too but it's a uk show because yeah, I guess so. Just on Netflix now. Lucky us. Um, I've also been watching The Bachelor. It's a hot ass mess. I think it's always a hot mess when the ba- when it's not the Bachelorette because women are just so much more. There's just especially the women that they pick for the Bachelor yeah. are just like super catty and and it's like easier for. I don't know, because the guys get pretty bad, too, on The Bachelorette. Yeah, but they don't do But it's that. just, like, a lot more, you know, it's guys fighting. They, like, flex on each other, and, like, the fights don't last as long, because it just ex- escalates quicker. And with women, it's, like, a long drag. Like, yeah. this is the fourth week, and they're just, like, still talking about the same shit that they were talking about in week one. Like, no, that's so petty. I, like, never watch... You know what's funny? I was listening to this this podcast pretty recently. It was actually a guy I went to college with. We don't really talk anymore, but it's called Ghost Runner. And he was, it's basically just like a comedy podcast and he never watched Bachelor. And he's like, all right, this girl like convinced me to watch a couple episodes. <laughs> he's like, so basically <laughs> he's in the room making out with the girl says she cries or like she tells a story, shares something about her. She cries. He kisses her, brings her outside, brings another girl in. She shares something. She cries, kisses him, goes outside. And he's like, he's like, what the fuck is, like, what's happening? <laughs> like, how are we attracted to this? I was like, damn, man, I get that. I, I don't, I've never even seen an episode of Bachelor. Um, I just know that the producers are pulling so many strings behind the scenes. I think now with, like, social media and just, like, since it's been on so long, mm-hmm. like, the people who watch it talk and, like, social media totally influences everything about, yeah. like why these girls are even on the show. And then, like, one girl just got kicked off the show to come back the next day, like, next two days later. So she was on social media, saw a bunch of gossip in the outside world, and, like, came back into the house and spread, like... Oh, yeah, because they can't be... So it's just, like, so much scheming and manipulation and everything. That's why we're watching it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good, sis. But it's also why I watch Real Housewives. Is that it for what's new? Is there anything else new? Uh... I mean, no, not really, except it's award show season, sure so... Is. we got Super Bowl this Sunday. Yeah. Which will be yesterday by the time this is posted. So then this Sunday, from when this is posted, will be Oscars. And we're watching this together, right? Yes. Oh, and then Monday is Iowa. Not to talk politics The again. day after 
Oscars? The day after the Super Bowl this Monday. Oh. Oh. We're getting together for that, too. Yeah, we're going to go to that, that bar on Broadway. That bar. Yeah, so uh, I feel like my what's new is, like, what you've been told, telling me to listen to, but I just started listening to today's Justin Long's podcast. Oh, yeah, Life is Short with Justin yeah. Long. And, you know, I really... Obviously, it's a lot easier for, like, celebrities to have better content and, like, better podcasts because, like... Oh, sure. Yeah, like, they have access. They have these old friends, and they have... Um, you know, more people, like, already, like, available to follow them. Yeah. So sometimes I think it's, like, a little, not unfair, I mean, just, but, like, like, hmm. Those are the ones I listen to yeah, but they're, most but they're, often. But they're good. But I tend to not listen to them as much. Mm-hmm. So this one, I can see why you like it so much. Because I, I mean, it just transitions into, like, who's doing it for me. Because I listen to the Jonah Hill episode, obviously. And <laughs> have the podcast structure I really like. Cause it's, like, 15 minutes of banter between Justin Long and his brother. Then, like an hour or, like, 45 minutes of conversation with the guest and then, like, 20 minutes of, like, kind of, like, them summing up the interview and, like, kind of talking yeah. about it. Like, like, it's kind of like they just watched a movie and now they're talking about the movie they just yeah. watched. Yeah, well, because his brother edits it, I think, and then isn't there for the interview but talks yeah. about his take on it yeah. as he was editing it. Yeah, and I really, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's just, like, really cute because obviously him and Jonah Hill have known each other forever. He's like, I slept in the pantry and I found it, like... They've known me for for that long. Tells the story of like the pant like my bedroom was where the washer and dryer were at, and then it was we shared a house with a bunch of random people. So it'd be people I don't know coming in my room <laughs> laundry. It's just like I mean, but it kind of like it's like funny when they're talking about it. But then at the end, he's like that had to be like really hard. And then they were talking about like all Jonah Hill's tattoos and like. I was like, man. I got lost in that episode a little bit because you can just tell that they've known each other for so long. Yeah. Yeah, they were just, yeah. like, randomly talking about people, and sometimes I forget to say, like, last names. Like, they're, like, Vince, and then eventually they said Vince Vaughn, like, got it. But, like, obviously. Yeah, well, then he was talking about, I mean, I freaking love Jonah Hill, right? Already do. Mm-hmm. But then it got to, like, the end part when they're talking about him working with Leonardo DiCaprio and Joaquin Phoenix, like, on movies and stuff, and, like, how those are his two favorite actors, like, sis, same. And then he's, like, and then Justin, like, what's your favorite movie? He's, like, I feel like it's so basic, but Goodfellas. And I was, like, right? Like, that's, like, <laughs> I mean, it's everybody's answer, really. Like, not everybody, but. Nope. That's Justin Long watches The Bachelor. I do not doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jonah Hill is doing it for me mm-hmm. right now after that interview, except for he doesn't like cats. He said he hates cats, which is... Doesn't surprise me. He's allergic, really... but you don't have to hate them because you're allergic. You can still think they're cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I have two more. It's the same Yeah, person. who else is doing it for you? Same person, two different situations. Oh, right. Yes. Brad Pitt, obviously. We've talked about him before. We've talked about Jonah Hill, too. What are we going to get anybody new? That's like... I don't know. I had to go. I had to reach. Anyway, yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Brad Pitt, he... First off, at the SAG Awards, him, like, holding Jen Aniston. Were you just about to say groping? I was going to say groping, and then I... Uh, grasping Grasping. Cord. I yeah. think it was going to... Yeah, something like that. Grasping, <laughs> grasping, clutching, holding her wrist... While they're sitting there talking, honestly, it's like I'm sure there is no sexual tension, but like I've like in my mind, it's the most sexual tension I've ever seen in my life. No, I think it's regret and. Um, I mean, he had a bunch of kids with Angelina Jolie and stuff, so I don't think he regrets that. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. But I think that's what we're seeing in there. It's like he's yeah. like, "Please forgive me," and she's like, "I'm good." <laughs> It 
it's both done. Are great. Money, <laughs> money does wonders. Other Brad Pitt is humble, humble Pitt wearing a name tag at the Oscars luncheon. Just yeah. like, sure. That's my it. favorite Brad Pitt. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. There's like so many, there's like probably like 50 different pictures of him like putting the pin on and walking and keeping it on. Like he keeps it on. A lot of other people, the majority of the people that luncheon do not have their name tags on. No. They might have taken it, put it in their pocket or something. But like Brad Pitt's like, oh, if you didn't. Like it's so weird seeing his name on a name tag and him wearing it because it's like, obviously. Obviously. You're Brad Pitt. The Brad Pitt. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have any girlfriends to accessorize with right now, so I, he just has to, like, double represent I himself. Love, I love remorseful and humble Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> the remorse doesn't do it for me, but... <laughs> Anyone else doing it for you? No, that's it. Who's doing it for you? Um, I have a few. Reach. You said you're reaching, right? Kind of. Okay, so for one... It was the Grammys. I didn't watch the Grammys. No, because, yeah. But I did see the speech that Tyler, the creator, gave when he was accepting. Was it just when he was accepting the nomination? at the? No, he won. He won for best rap song, I think. It was best rap album or song. Was it, like, the second ceremony or something like that? No, it was post. Like, he was doing post-interviews, like, in a junket uh, room, you know, yeah, yeah, after, he, after he won. So it wasn't his acceptance speech. No, I don't think his acceptance speech was. I think he just was like, thank you, yada, yada, yada. I think it would have been cooler if he did it at an acceptance speech, but it is cool that he did it at all because I think he articulated very well the problem that pretty much all of us, like everyone we speak to on a regular basis, like has the same problem with the Grammys yeah. and the Oscars, like for that matter. Yeah. That. Well, it's just like non-representation. Even talking to Jones recently... Like, talking about, like, he's like, oh, I, I probably would have liked 1917 or Little Woman more, but, like, like they're not, I can't relate to them. Like, I don't understand yeah. them, because he's, like, an African-American in America, and it's like, oh, there really is no representation of you unless it's a fucking slave movie. Like, that's fucked up. Or, like, Green Book. Yeah, or, like, Moonlight. Yeah, and then that's just, like, pandering, which we talked about. It's just, like, they don't understand what representation really is. Like, at this point, I was listening to... Um, that podcast I sent you where they were interviewing Lakeith Stanfield about his recent movies. Yeah, they even say in that episode how... um, He's everywhere. He's in everything. He's everywhere. He has, like, a romance movie out. He did that weird action... Yeah. Sorry to bother you. That was, like, two years ago, but still. Um, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, which is, like, another independent action and he's about drama. To, he's about to be in a Black Panther movie that the... Yeah. And the then Lucas Knives Out, which Knives I didn't out. see, but the more I hear about it, the more I want to see That's it. Really, good. really. Anyway, what was the point of me talking about Lakeith Stanfield? You were talking about how Tyler the Creator's doing it for you. Yeah. I mean, not really Tyler himself, just like what he said at the Grammys yeah, was he, doing it for me. Yeah. He just was like... Yeah. No, I was just like, hey, that needed to be said. Um... Yeah, but he says, he's like, he's like, this isn't a rap song, it's a pop song. It's yeah. like, why can't I be nominated for a pop song? Just putting me in an urban, calling it urban is just the modern day way of saying racist. Or like, or it's like. No, he said it was like, song. you know, calling him the N-word because. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. You know, it's just like a label, an offensive label. Yeah, he's like, this isn't a rap song, it's a pop this song. Isn't, yeah, this isn't what you, because the word, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Lakeith Stanfield is like has a really similar approach to making movies. He hasn't, like, said the same thing about the organizations that 
like give you awards mm-hmm. yet. He's going to be nominated for awards, I'm sure. Shortly. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, I bet. This amount of movies, they're coming. Um, but he's talking about how he made the photograph because there really aren't any just, like, black romance love stories of, like, true love, no gimmicks, like... Yeah, no, no comedy. Yeah. Yeah, well, and even, like, you know, probably written by black people, just, like, an authentic story. Mm-hmm. Not one that, like, a white director does to, like, show that he's inclusive or whatever. Yep. So, yeah. That made me feel good. Um, who else is doing it for me? Who? Let me show you this picture that I saw on Twitter. This is our girl Alma. Oh, yeah. Director. Taking a selfie with Hunter Schaefer. Who's Hunter Schaefer? Am I out of the loop? She's in Euphoria. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Euphoria yet. I don't have HBO. Guy, how many times do I have to Jesus Christ. Podcast, I don't have HBO. <laughs> you're like, watch Big Little Lies, watch Barry, watch Euphoria. I mean, these are great shows that you're missing out on. And new season of Curb Enthusiasm. I won't get to watch. Oh, you don't like it. I mean, I'm, I'm satisfied with the old episodes of yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm, you know? Yeah. how to say her last name yeah but director is her, is her first feature film honey boy mm-hmm. crazy yeah. um oh oh my god and speaking of the grammys almost forgot jojo won her first grammy yeah a long jojo. time coming we love jojo we stand jojo yes soup a lot so i mean i just remember being like in fourth grade just shouting on the top of my lungs, leave, get out, it's the end of you and me. <laughs> yeah, you're just too little too late. It's still so good. I mean, I love how they wouldn't release her music, so she re-recorded every song off her old albums. They really did her dirty. And she fucking just came out glowing. Yeah. And was like, here you go, fans. I'll put in this work for you. And you're like, thank you. Yep. So nice of you. <laughs> love JoJo. But for real, though? Are we on but for real, though? Yeah, I have nobody else. I mean, I've just repeated people. We really got to get out there. <laughs> <laughs> really need to expand my horizon. It's because I follow the same people and I look at the same things. So I need to, like, yeah. expand my Twitterverse. I mean, I watched My Best Friend's Wedding again, and Julia Roberts is, like, pretty great. Dermot Mulroney. Julia Roberts. Match made in heaven. Dermot Mulroney. Have you ever Googled Dermot Mulroney? I think I probably said this on this podcast as well. Playing the cello, he's classically trained in the cello. No, but I feel like you've shown me something. Like There's that like a before. picture of him like sweating, and he's like in his mid twenties with a wife beater on, just like wow, going after it. Well, there you go. Cameron Diaz in that movie too. Twenty years old, living her best life. So sweet. Yes. Mm-hmm. But for real though, I can start. I mean, we're gonna talk. Uh, we've already talked a lot of politics, but we could talk like the big news today or the, this week was this Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Well, nine people, nine people, three, yeah. three kids, three kids that were going to his camp, right? Yeah. And I read recently. So yeah, he died in a helicopter crash, as we all know, 41. Um, and I read recently that he, like when he, I think it was like a couple years ago, he got the helicopter because it was just faster for him to get around LA, obviously, because he's going to a lot of different places within LA. But him and Vanessa, his wife, uh, said, like, we can't both be in the helicopter at once. Like, we both can't. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, 
that's harrowing a little bit. It's a little. Yeah. Because it's like the worst nightmare. It's just like so tragic how it happened. Because Kobe Bryant is, I mean, top three. You can We can have the argument all day who's better, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, or Kobe Bryant, whatever. And top three, most inspirational, inspired a lot of people. I mean, I played sports, and when you, you could play, I like played volleyball, you could play basketball, you could play fucking golf, you could play whatever sport, you could be an artist, you could be doing whatever, and no matter what, you're at one point or whatever within your career, you've looked at to Kobe Bryant like yeah there there's there's no other way of like saying it of just like how many athletes or just people in general he's inspired by his work ethic and and who he is as a person yeah it's such a bummer it's like still really weird like it's a very tragic tragic way for him to go and for his daughter to go oh yeah and for those other girls to go for sure I'm like more sad about his daughter dying because that's just like completely that's just a tragedy. It's terrible. And everyone else in the plane, too. I can't imagine, like, what the families are feeling, like, what Vanessa and then her other daughters are feeling, you know? Yeah. Hmm. He went out on top. Um, what, what's, what's your buff reel, though? Um, just a reminder that the primaries are coming up. February 3rd in Iowa, so that's, like, this coming Tuesday. It's coming Monday. Monday, okay. It's weird that it's not Tuesday. Yeah. But or- Super Tuesdays after that. And then, well, I mean, there's a couple other elections. There's New Hampshire, South Carolina, Nevada. And then Super Tuesday, which is March 3rd, which is... Us. Us and a bunch of other... California, like... California did, like, early voting. I don't know. I don't know oh, the did they? very well. I mean, they, but that's, like, when the ending of voting is. But, mm-hmm. yeah, they have early voting there. Um... So, yeah, if you're local, which you most likely are if you're listening to our podcast. (laughs) But even if you're not, I mean, I know Ricky, who does not listen to this podcast, is living in Fiji, and he got his out-of-state ballot. Mm, Good call. Good job, Ricky. Yeah, like, he he did all that already. Thankfully, it's really lucky in Colorado to do that, um, to get, like, an absentee, especially when you're in a different nation, uh, literally in a third world country. But he, he already sent in his absentee for Bernie Sanders. Rock on. I think we've talked enough to our friends about Bernie Sanders that most of them are voting for him. Yeah, I feel like we're in a bubble where we think everyone is voting for Bernie Sanders because most of the people that we talk politics with um, are voting Bernie Sanders and are volunteering for him or um, are leaning Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. You know, I um, I think if we can get more people to vote in the primaries, like in caucus in Denver, that would be great. Um, but I think when it comes down to the general election, if Bernie is the candidate, then it's a no-brainer. Like, everyone we know is probably voting Democrat. I hope so. I just hope more. I mean, again, that's what was a thing on the phone, especially with the younger people. I was like, make sure you register to vote. Like, yeah. it's not just a given. Like, you have to you have to put in the effort. You have to do it. Honestly, I'm surprised with how many young people answer their phones. I had more. I had more people in their twenties and their like teen, like nineteen year old to like twenty one, and yeah. than like thirty year olds. I also wonder if it looked like our numbers on caller ID, or if it was some like generated. It was definitely our numbers. Like, yeah, it was from our phones. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Just directly from our phones. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> A little bird. Um, other than that, I know this is like a little bit of a cynical way to wrap up the butt for real though, 
But with Kobe going on, with the elections going on, with impeachment happening, um, I feel like we tend to get a little distracted. Um, I know that there are like so many kind of bad things going on in the world, but it's important to recognize that um, in Puerto Rico, they're like overthrowing their government right now. Um, The Australian fires are still burning. The U.S. Embassy was in bombed. Iran was bombed the day Kobe Bryant died, but the news yeah. was just too big in the States anyway, then no one even they like attention to it. retaliated against us for um, allegedly, most likely, fucking... Definitely killing their leader. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to make something productive out of that, but... That's what both of those for, because we can just talk about what makes us happy afterwards and... Yeah, I don't know. It's important to keep talking about these things, though. It's important to realize the issues that we're facing, like why we are participating in these elections. um, Because we've seen inaction for so long that it's time that we have someone who's, like, willing to really, truly go up to bat for us. Um, And, you know, I know a lot of people weren't, like, satisfied with Jimmy Carter as a president because he, like, Really took on way too much. Peanut farmer. He was so sweet, though. And yeah. it's like... I think Bernie really has Jimmy Carter vibes. But, like, way more motivated. And way more motivated. And way more consistent. Definitely. His work ethic is, like, undefeated. And the consistency fucking kills. Yeah. Um, like, if Bernie Sanders was our president right now, we would have sent relief to Australia in a heartbeat. We would have... Been there for Puerto Rico, which is our part of our fucking country. We wouldn't violated our treaty with Iran. Like, you know, you can call that inaction, but he would have been able to prevent a lot of these things that are kind of just unnecessary conflict. Or at, least put, in, or at least put in the effort to, because obviously it's not always at least commander cheap, but sometimes it goes to the House and the Senate, so at least he would have put it out there. Yeah, and contrary to what Hillary says, I think he still does have significant pull in the Senate, so... <laughs> yeah. I'm oh sure he hasn't asked that many favors over the years. He's probably just saving them all up for when he's president. <laughs> That's the hope. What makes you happy, G? Um, I found this filter on Instagram, and I want to do it to you. Oh my god, it's the hot ones! How spicy are you? Okay, guys, you ready? How do I start it? It's going to be like the pineapple one, like super low. Okay. What was that? 49,000? I didn't see the hot sauce, though. Los Caliente. That's, Los like, Caliente. one of the tasty ones. That's nice. the one people are always like, mmm. And it's, like, right before it gets really hot. It's right before the habanero one, right? Like, the, the bomb. Because the bomb is what usually defer, like, makes people, like, what the fuck? Okay, do you want me to do it to you? Yeah, I did a really f- shitty zoom on the end, but, you know, whatever. We'll still post it. Do it to me. You have I'm to like, do it on the selfie cam, so you have to... You can do it on the other cam. Really? Yeah. Oh, Wow. All right, how spicy is she? BG Fire! It's pretty low spice, you're not that spicy, which is a lie. <laughs> a lie. Angel. <laughs> so Instagram filters obviously make us happy. I don't know how BG to use- Fire. Yeah, that one's probably sweet, and I don't really like sweet hot sauce. That's okay, here we are. Here we are. We'll post these. We'll post these. <laughs> what makes you happy? You know, I don't know. I haven't really, I feel like I've had a tough couple of weeks and uh, it's been kind of 
like weird. Especially <laughs> nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. No, it's just like weird. Like I especially like I was on the up and coming, and then I just had some more things happen at home, and it's just kind of like weird, like hard to stay focused. Yeah. But I'm happy I have you in my life. You got me out of my rut there for two days. Forced yeah. me to go to an art show I didn't want to go to, but I'm glad I did. Had free PBRs. What a time to yeah. be alive. Listen. That was a really exhausting weekend for me. Like I was yeah. social and um, like every day. put in an effort with everyone for like three days, which is way more than I'm usually like able to commit. This is in high school. It's <laughs> exhausting. I didn't even do that in high school. I'm very much like, see you Saturday. <laughs> see you um, Monday. We're all white. So I was pretty wiped after that weekend, but it was so fun. Yeah, and then Monday, carcassing for Bernie. Carcassing? I said carcassing. <laughs> we're not, we weren't even carcassing, we are volunteering. <laughs> yeah, we did phone bank and then we, I mean, I guess we can canvas at some point because we still have until March 3rd. Yep. But hmm, we'll see. We'll do what we have to do. Um, well, I guess that's it. That's for the birds. You're, we're the birds. We're the birds. <laughs> Which is also our, our Twitter name. At We're For The Birds. Oh yeah. Where are the tweets at, y'all? We get no tweets, no yeah. love. We keep getting criticisms that we're like too we much girl talk. Looks like we don't even have to say what we're getting criticisms for. We went to this art <laughs> show and people coming out of left damn, corners, left damn. and right corners. They people coming out of left and right corners being like, you're not doing this, you're not doing this. And we're like, all right, do you okay, listen? Where are your ratings at though? Like you're, you're not, listening and you're not rating. You're not giving us the love and then you're demanding, demanding to be on our podcast? At somebody in particular. Who's not even listening. No. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Uh, anyway. Point is, we're not sorry. This is who we are. I the thirst it. wasn't even that real this week. No. No. It was pretty, like, like relatable. Well, I don't know about that. That's a claim, but... The Brad Pitt name tag? Yeah. I don't know. We weren't thirsting that hard this week. We I, kept it real. I think the best compliment we got was... Someone said it just feels like they're sitting in on the conversation with us. And I was like, yeah, except mm -hmm. like you can't tell us we're wrong. Oh, yeah, you're just not the way here. we like it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not here. <laughs> uh, this is our podcast, not yours. Well, I guess that's that. That's that. This has been For <laughs> the Birds. Oh, yeah.